Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Choose Faith, Not Fear. Um, today, we're going to do a little reading. Um, quite a bit we will read. And then we're just going to talk about um, the real meaning of being blessed. And kind of maybe... Uh, just dive into maybe what I've learned after seeking um, the meaning and um, then uh, we will just continue on from there and definitely give a prayer to everyone. I am going to read quite a bit and skip around a little so feel free to pause at any time or take a break or whatever you need but um, I'm going to read about a page and a half. Uh, normally, I just try to stick to small inserts, um, but we're going to start with Matthew um, 5 and just go from there. So, um, all right, so let's get started. Here we go. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And, oh, sorry, uh, if you're new tuning into this podcast, like I said, I'm reading from a Holy Bible, the New Testament, King's James Version. Um, I read the best I can. I'm not perfect, and I apologize if I pronounce or say anything wrong. Um, please feel free to laugh at me if needed. So, here we go. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall reveal you and persecute you and shall say, all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his Savior, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and give it, giveth light Unto all that are in the house, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good 
works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. All right, guys, I'm going to stop right there for a second. Um, and we will be right back. All right, we are back and we were reading Matthew. Um, we started on five and got partway through it. Um, for those just tuning in, thank you for listening. Um, thank everyone for listening. Um, just wanted to let you know, yeah, I will mispronounce some stuff. Not the world's best reader, but we will, uh, try our best and I will keep it moving for you. Um, for those of you who haven't listened to a podcast before, you will know that I like to read something from the Bible to start. Might not do it in every episode of this podcast, but I will try to do it, um, a lot or as much as I can because some people just don't have access to reading this stuff all the time and at least it gives them a little bit of the word of the Lord um and I know for me personally I'm enjoying reading this um because it's a learning experience for me and I hope it helps somebody else too all right let's continue our reading so that we can jump into the conversation it says think not that I am that I am come to destroy the law of the or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men, so he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, shall Reka, R-A-C-A, Reka, I think that's how you say it, sorry. Whoever shall say to his brother, Reka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberst that thy brother hath against him, hath out against thee, sorry, Leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Agree with thine adversary quickly, whilst thou art in the way with him, lest at any time the adversary delivers thee to the judgment, and the judgment deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. Verily I say unto thee, thou shalt by no means come out thence, till thou hast passed the utmost farthering. 
uttermost farthing, sorry, ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in this heart. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. It hath been said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Again, ye have heard that it hath been said, them of old time, thou shalt not forsoever thyself, but shall perform unto the Lord thy oaths. And I'm going to pause right there for a second, guys. Just remember, I'm reading. It's King James uh, Version. I'm just reading out of the Bible, reading as it says. So I apologize for mispronunciations and crazy wording and stuff. I am just reading for what it is. All right, so here we go. Thou shalt not forswear, forswear thyself, but sh thou shalt perform unto the Lord thine oaths. But I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's thorn, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool. Neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of thy great king. Neither shalt thou swear by the head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black. But let your communication be, yeah, yeah, nay, nay. For whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if all men will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also." And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, 
that thy may be the children of your father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same. And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others do, not even the publicans so? Be there, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Take heed that ye do not your alms be for men to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. All right, now we're going to uh, go down, and I think everyone knows this, so if you do and you want to say it with me, uh, feel free. It says, after this manner, before we pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thy openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasure unto earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal for where your treasure is there will your heart be also the light of the body is the light of the body is the eye if there if therefore thine eye be single thy whole body shall be full of light but in thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in the in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon.
Alright, so we're going to go ahead and stop there. Um, I think that was a great read. Um, and I really like, uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger. So the Beatitudes, I think, like, are really good. Um, let's stop there and take one little break. If you've made it this far with us, thank you for sticking around. Um, I just want to also say while we're taking a little break that, um, I appreciate each and every one of you and you are all worth it. Um, but I just wanted to, you know, say thank you for listening in this far. I know my reading is not perfect. Um, but maybe we will try to switch things up a little bit and maybe just do readings in some of the episodes. Um, we will see. But, um, I just wanted to stop for a moment and let you all know, moment of encouragement to say that you are worth it. And, um, tomorrow is Friday. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Enjoy the day. If you work, I hope you have a great work day. And, um, you are amazing. You will rock the day and we will get through it one more day. And then it's the weekend, y'all. All right, guys. So we were talking about, or well, reading, um, in our Bibles, Matthew 5, verse 2, 3, 4, and so on. We were uh, reading the Beatitudes, um, I think is what you would call it. But, um, you know, it, it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, um, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Ble- and it says, blessed, blessed, blessed. And I thought, Okay, for me, I I thought, what does it mean? What does it truly mean to be blessed? And I thought, well, I have my son. He's eight years old. He's amazing. He does really, really great in school. I was like, that is a blessing. I have the best boyfriend in the world that stands next to me and encourages me no matter what I do. He knows what goes on. He knows the truth of everything. And he still stands by me, cares about me. And absolutely just is amazing to me. And I think, you know, that is a blessing. Um, If I buy a $5 scratch-off ticket and I scratch it and I break even and I get my $5 back, I think that's a blessing because, you know, I could have lost my $5. But then I stopped and I thought, Let's really think about it. Like, is a blessing something you get? Is it money? Maybe uh, your mortgage being paid off. Maybe your car. You know, maybe you won. Maybe you went on the prices right or let's make a deal. And you came home with the big deal of the day. And it was like 20 some thousand dollars. Or maybe you went on the prices right you got a whole new kitchen appliances um you got uh won the showcase showdown and you were so close to the number that you got both showcase showdowns like 
Come on. Is that the blessing? And then I really thought about it. And they're like earthly blessings. And then I thought, well, let's use this as a learning moment and see what it really is. And, you know, these are kind of like blessings that we are prone to seek. Like, like, you know, if we hit the lottery, the first thing we want to do is say, oh, thank you, Lord, I am blessed. But these are the blessings we are prone to seek, but I think we should be replacing them with the greater blessing of knowing God. Like, I think the true blessing here is knowing God and just being able to stop and say, like, this is a man in my life, my heavenly father, and it is amazing just to know that he has created everything that we see today, that he works miracles. Like, that is... Like, just amazing. Um, we often associate blessings with positive circumstances, wealth, comfort, maybe the absence of problems. And I feel like maybe it's because we have, like, a very shallow view of what it means to be blessed. And this basically makes me want to Google what does it mean to be blessed. Um, and so what I did was I, I really, I did Google it. And the first definition says made holy. And I thought, Wow. It doesn't say that you are blessed because you have money. It doesn't say blessed means to be rich and wealthy, to have a lot of things, uh, to be somebody that everyone knows. Uh, it means nothing more but other than to... It's, it just says made holy. So... You know, when you think about that, you really think like just being able to be in the presence of God, to have him in your life, to walk next to you is the ultimate blessing. And it's like I said in previous uh, episodes of this podcast, literally just having him on your team is the ultimate Hell yes, right? It's just absolutely wanting to have him in your corner. And it is just amazing. Truly, truly amazing. But also, you know, continuing on, you have to think like, are non-believers receiving blessings as well? Like, do they get that? And I think back to talking about the devil and his temptations. And of course, non-believers receive blessings as well, but not in the same way. The devil will let you see their money. 
um, their fancy cars and their houses just to pull you down and say, like, God's not going to help you, but we all know he is. And I think non-believers are blessed through, you know, common graces that are extended to all people and to everyone, like, their life and just being here, I guess. I mean, I'm not 100% sure, hopefully. Um, But I think that they're just blessed through the common grace of God that it, like, kind of extends to all people. But then I think about it, and I'm like, non-believers might be, like, blessed through the common grace of God that he gives just to everybody, but isn't there an expiration date? Like, you're a non-believer. Now, if you are a non-believer, trust me, I'm not, like, I never disrespect anyone, and I don't mean to, but I'm just thinking, like, The expiration date would be Judgment Day. I'm, like, if I'm not mistaken, the expiration date would be Judgment Day. Like, you can't take, you might be blessed right now with a million dollars. You might be blessed right now with a nice car, fancy house. But you don't take that with you when you die. And isn't the ultimate blessing to rejoice in heaven with our Father? Like, and I'll I'll be I'll be honest with you. I'm terrified of the depths of hell, and I do not ever want to visit that place. I have had people, you know, read me like just chapters out of a couple books where a person said he went there. I've had somebody, you know. I've even Googled descriptions of it. Like, I don't want to find out if all of this is true. Because if it is hot enough down there that you can't breathe, well, I'm sorry. I would like to go somewhere that I can breathe. I would like to rejoice. But, like, I would think that the expiration date is on Judgment Day. And, you know, so it's like short-term gifts of money or cars or fancy houses and stuff. Um, it's like, you know, short-term God's grace. But like long-term God's grace would be if you are a believer and, you know, the grace doesn't have an expiration date because on Judgment Day you're welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. Um and that's just that's just me thinking out loud um and just thinking pretty much about like just thinking about everything like if you are a non-believer wouldn't judgment day be your expiration date so when we really think about it you know i say earthly blessings because it's like physical things like maybe you want a new car Maybe you found a gold bar and nobody claimed it so that everyone said, oh, well, it's yours now, and they let you have it. Uh, Maybe you hit the lottery, got a new house. Like, physical things. But, you know, even when I go to Google and just look up blessings, you know, uh, the definition, first one, made holy. 
And I think we are blessed because we are redeemed and forgiven. We are receiving the riches of his grace as he has made known to us the mystery of his will, the gospel. So the true blessing in itself is receiving the riches of his grace. Just just to have him on your team is a blessing in itself. Um, and it says in Ephesians uh, 1, 7 through 10, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. So just reading that, the greatest blessing God can bestow on us, the greatest blessing is helping us to see our need for Christ and then growing in us and increasing spiritual understanding of his gospel. And that's just me thinking out loud. And, you know, out of love, he sometimes might do this through different circumstances like, you know, there's certain desires that we kind of seek out that we want. Um, Maybe it's something you need. Like for me, I don't make a lot of money. I wish I made more money than I do. But sometimes through circumstances, um, he sometimes uh, takes away the desired blessings that we want and replaces them with the greater blessing of knowing him more. And that's okay because like when you really think about it, knowing him more is the ultimate blessing. I thank God every day my mom taught me about him. I thank God that she put his word in our life. I thank God that every time I got in the car with her and it was just me and her riding to Sam's Club, that she said all the wonderful things she said to me and told me all the things she did. Because, you know, it's... You know, that's just, like, one of the reasons I think we are blessed. Um, um, And, you know, on top of that, we are blessed because we have a guaranteed inheritance. And we have been sealed with the promised Holy Spirit until we acquire position of it or sorry possession of it but like then I also read end physicians and I might be saying that wrong and I apologize um 1 11 through 14 which made me see this is like yes guaranteed inheritance and we have been sealed with the promised holy spirit until we acquire possession of it so it says um in him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. Hallelujah. Amen. In him you also... When you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believe in him, 
were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So just to be able to praise in his glory, that's a blessing. Like to know that he is with us and to know that we can just thank him for everything. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm tearing up right now because just reading my notes and seeing that I wrote that, like, I really, like, you can say that I sound stupid or whatever you want, but, like, I feel like his, like, sometimes I just feel his presence and it's like, praise the Lord because so thankful you're with us, you know, and just to be able to praise in his glory is the blessing. You know, buying your dream house, restoring your health, and experiencing loss and trials in this life might all begin to pale in comparison as we grasp the internal inheritance that we are guaranteed as a child of God. Our citizenship will be in the new Jerusalem an unshakable, secure, and eternal kingdom. Revelation 3, 12 and 21. So, you know, just think about it. Let's just re... Let's just focus our eyes or fix our eyes on the incredible inheritance that we are guaranteed whenever we start grieving over what we've lost when we long for things we've made right when we groan in these earthly bodies if that remains our focus we will never have a reason to despair the grieving we experience on earth will make our eternal inheritance all the more beautiful so you might not have it all now but maybe you will later and like i said we have far more blessings, you know. Like I've said, it's it's just a beautiful thing to rejoice in his praise. We have far more blessings than we realize. And, you know, we I don't think we see it that way. You know, so just like constantly press on. Our greatest blessing is the holiness and the character that Christ is working in us. So just keep going. Because the ultimate blessing is having God. And and all I did was Google. What does it mean to be blessed? Because I thought, you know what? I don't have a lot of money. I don't have a fancy car. I don't have a big house. I don't have a lot of anything. I have nothing of value. And I thought, you know what? I do have something of value. And that is being able to praise our Lord and Savior. Like, it's just, you know, and all I did was Google what is a blessing. And it said made holy. So a blessing is not winning the lottery. It is a blessing. It is a physical blessing that you have now. And if you suffer now, maybe you don't 
have a job and you need one. Maybe uh, your car breaks down. Maybe you don't have money for the oil change. Maybe you forgot to send your child's lunch to school. So you're suffering it because you have to take time out of your work day and take him his lunch that you forgot at home. You have to drive home, go get it and take it to him or your child's lunch, whatever. Maybe, you know, and you just lost money out of your paycheck from that. Maybe your paycheck wasn't what you thought it would be. Maybe when you took the job, you were told you would get paid $20 an hour, but it turned into $10 and it was a blow. Um, but just from what I Googled and I read for me, even if you have this pain and suffering, any, if you suffer in any of those ways, um, there's nothing wrong with it because ultimately in the end, just press on because our greatest blessing is the holiness and character that Christ is working on in us. And that's what I found out. And it feels so good to know that I don't have to hit the lottery. I don't have to win a new car or make it to the prices right and get $10,000 worth of stuff. I don't need all these other things or stuff. What I need to know is that the true blessing itself is just to be able to praise and worship our lord and our savior like and uh it's honestly i don't really think that i fully understand the magnitude of that but as i read more about it and i try to look into it honestly it speaks volumes and just reading that and just reading that that is the ultimate blessing I mean, I'm sure people have told me before my, I'm sure one of my aunts or somebody has said it to me before, but maybe I was just too young and dumb to listen. And now that I'm reading it for myself, I'm just like, I am blessed because I am allowed to sing his praise. I am allowed to read the Bible and respect it. I am allowed to say this is my savior and I am allowed to say that I worship him and it makes me feel better. And just to see that that is the ultimate blessing that I can do all of that is truly amazing. So for you today, I hope and pray that the same goes for you. I hope and pray that your ultimate blessing is to stop and be able to say thank you lord for everything that happens stop and say thank you lord because i and and after reading this and i'm i'm just thinking there are rich people in the world there are famous people in the world um and sometimes you have so many and i'm calling it earthly blessings you can call it what you want you, uh, but like physical blessings here and now things you have money objects whatever um you know I feel like sometimes people have so much of it, they might even become blind to the ultimate blessing of being able to praise God. I don't know. But I feel like sometimes people get so blind behind everything and maybe they don't realize. And I'm not, and I, and I don't know. I, I really don't. 
Um, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm sure there are some people that get blind behind all they have. And you know what? I always think every day, like when I was growing up, my mom would say, if it comes with a monthly bill, you have to pay for it. You have to take care of it every month because that's how you learn responsibility. But she would say it, and I'm glad she did because it did teach me responsibility. But I'm also glad she did that. Not only because it taught me responsibility, but I know she didn't have much. I know she couldn't afford for her to pay for all of us four kids to drive or for all of us four kids to have a cell phone and stuff like that. And I, and I know that. But growing up the way I did and not having money at my disposal and cars at my disposal and anything I wanted in five seconds, it made me realize how much uh, just being here um, and just God giving us life um, is a blessing. And just being, you know, it makes me stay humble and no matter what happens, even if I would hit the lottery tomorrow and get a million dollars, I would think, you know what, who can I share this with? How much can I give you? How much can I give you? How much can I share? Like, I wouldn't be sitting there saying I'm taking it all to the bank and rubbing it in someone's face. I would be looking at you are my friend and you are my friend and you are my friend. And I'm going to help you because we all suffer and we all have trouble and we all work nine to five and our jobs don't pay much. And I'm going to, who am I going to help? Because the ultimate blessing to me is not the fact that I won the lottery with a million dollars, but the fact that I can praise God at my free will anytime. And, you know, if somebody says like, oh, I, I, I'm not religious and I, I don't believe in him. That's their choice. But I will always thank God for every good thing that happens. But I will also thank God that he allows me to praise and worship him always. Um, so, you know, I hope everybody else, you know, now that they've seen or, well, listened to this, I hope everyone else can kind of see things the way I'm now seeing them. And like I said, this was probably told to me a hundred times and it never really sunk in. But when I read and got other people's perspectives, it made me think, wow. We might not be re- re- like reaping a reward now, but we will. And we can freely praise him. And that is, you know, there's no control over that. He says that we can praise him and worship him. And that is the blessing. Nobody can tell us, no, we can't. You can tell yourself, yes, I can. All right, guys, we're going to finish out um, by doing a little prayer. And I just wanted to, again, thank you all for tuning in and listening. Um, I'm going to try to get a little better with the readings, maybe just highlight smaller paragraphs. But again, the true blessing for me to be able to, no matter what happens on earth, be able to praise him. I mean, that's the one thing nobody, I don't think anyone would be able to take that away from you. So I hope that helped. And I now, you know, I'm glad. And and like I said, this podcast is not only something I want to share with everyone, 
but it is a learning experience for me. And I definitely am going to say my eyes are open more than they were before. It's just truly amazing to know that no matter what happens, we can praise him. No matter how crazy the world gets, we just turn to Jesus. We turn to our Lord and Savior. And it's it's truly amazing. So let's pray together. Um, Father God, we ask that everybody listening to this podcast and all your people in all the world love you and you love us just the same. God, we ask that we be able to praise you forever in a decade for the rest of our lives to reap in the ultimate blessing of knowing who you are. Lord, I hope this podcast has helped somebody. Maybe somebody listened to it and liked it. Lord, I hope that this podcast touches lives. Lord, I pray for every single person on earth to be able to reap in the ultimate reward of being able to praise you. And Lord, I hope that you bless everybody in every way, shape, and form, no matter who they are from all walks of life. And Lord, I pray that everybody has a great Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, this week, next week, and always. Lord, I pray that everybody has a great Saturday and Sunday and gets to enjoy themselves. Lord, I hope that you bless everybody with the ultimate, ultimate blessing of letting them be able to know who you are. All right, guys, enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend, and we will be back with another episode. All right, guys. I hope you can rejoice in your ultimate blessing of being able to praise God this week and this weekend. Have a great Friday, and we will see you next time. All right, guys. Have a great night.